Warning. Some viewers may find the following video triggering. The following video contains mention of violence, homophobia, sexual assault, and swearing. Say um, again. <laughs> um, yeah, and I sat on this big, big horse and literally started trotting, and I was like, oh, pain. And then, yeah. Is the horse a metaphor? No. <laughs> no, but if you do want to see some horse-sized cocks, mate, go to my OnlyFans. <sighs> oh, yeah. Do you like it? Have fun, stay safe, and always get consent. Two-night stand, baby. Happy Valentine's Day. This is being filmed on Valentine's Day. It's now going to be very, very much after Valentine's Day. And I thought, you know what, Jake? Mm -hmm. what we're going to do this week there is nothing more romantic than stis yay yay <laughs> Jake, do you want to tell everyone what sti you gave me great good start lovely <laughs> uh it was it was chlamydia yeah yeah first time we we uh slept together lovely. yeah we can delve into that yeah we'll get into that later. um at some point but basically yeah it's nothing to be ashamed of it is when you're a 29 year old man and you've never had one STD check. But there we go. Let's not shame people with STDs. There's such a stigma around it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about where they come from, who has got them, who was the first person to get one and how you look after yourself and your sexual health and things to do if you get one or you feel like you got one. So here we go. Yes, I feel like I'm in the firing line tonight. Let's go. Yeah, you're not in the firing line, baby. No, <laughs> um, so I'm here to learn. I'm here to learn. Let's You're go. here to learn. Yeah. So uh, do you want to know what the name of the first person is that got an STD? Sebastian. Uh, Jake Burkett. <laughs> anyway, only, oh, I'm just I'm just joshing with you. Is it was his name Josh? No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> wait. Um, his name was Robert Rayford. Okay. And he was 16. Right. Um, that was the first. Uh, he was in North America. Yeah the north Americans. obviously it was the americans it's all your fault yeah uh but basically he went to a doctor and was like my peen really hurts yeah uh i've got loads of warts. so was he the first person to ever walk into a doctor recorded recorded, recorded obviously yeah. so they've been around since many like way before uh like literally uh genital herpes started in like um like oh so it was herpes times. it was herpes uh, this guy had like a mix of everything. Well, he just got all of them at once yeah. and then just started spreading them everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, 16 year old Robert Rayford. What did you have to do in order to get all of this? So, what did he have? Um, so, he, it seems like he had a mixture of genital warts, herpes, and um, just a very big infection. Wow. Um, he came into the doctor and said, Doctor, doctor, what a sore willy. And More the doctor sore. said, that stuff is falling off. And the doctor said, what's wrong, dear child? And he said, I've got lots and lots of warts and sores all over me and my testicles have blown up to the size of my wrist. Mm. Wrist? Wrist. I don't know. I'm just making up this story. But yeah, My wrists aren't that big, but it depends no. how big he was. But... And also his immune system was absolutely shit afterwards. And the doctor was like, Robert Rayford, you're fucked. And he said... All right, then I'll just go have sex with me missus and me missus can give it to someone else and so on and so forth. And here we are today. Yeah, sure. Because I assume because they couldn't cure it. No, they had no idea what it was. Um, so did they name them there and then? Like, how did they like separate out the free? They didn't. They okay. didn't. They just sent um, them home. 
Just like, send them home, bruv. Like, here's some, I don't know what they gave back then. Yeah. Like, arsenic or something. Right. I was like, there you go, mate. Or maybe a gram of cocaine. What year said, is this? I don't know. It just said uh, that that was the first person. Oh, okay. Um, but they've been around, like, literally since humans were existed. Um, herpes was the first one. Um, like, literally half a million years ago. That makes sense. Because, obviously, herpes, and I actually, I actually... Learned this obviously re researching for today a little bit, not mm. a lot, but obviously herpes is it can be anywhere, and you it's not just a genital thing, right? Because obviously you get mouth warts, and you I think you well, get... there's a difference between herpes and warts. So okay. herpes is when it's like cold sores, like uh, actual open sores on your body. Warts can literally look like skin tags; they don't hurt. Sometimes they can be a bit itchy, but yeah. not really. It's like you know when uh, witches get warts on their nose; it looks like a mole. Yeah. So that's um, a form of herpes. Yeah, because that's what I always just get confused about. People said because like people, it's not a form of herpes. It's a form from H uh, HPV, which is the thing that causes. Well, it can lead to cervical cancer and things like that. Yeah. So it, was it just like a schoolyard thing? You know, when people like had like a thing on their lip and they were like, "Oh, you got herpes." That's herpes. Yeah. Oh, so that's is. a cold sore is herpes, yeah. but warts are not herpes. Okay. So they were the first recorded, and it's. Syphilis was the second recorded, and mm -hmm. that's been around since the Middle Ages. So syphilis is actually very, very similar yeah. to herpes. And it's basically just sores in your mouth, and it hurts a lot, but it's just not the same virus. Um, that's so same thing. it can be very, like, um, it c can be similar. Is, is syphilis like herpes where you can't get rid of it as well? No, it's just antibiotics. I think it's just, it's, it's the thing is with herpes, I think there's such a big thing around it. A lot of people have herpes, but it actually never comes out. So it'll be in your system, but it, you know, it takes a lot of like- uh, Like ever, like you can distress. have it your entire yeah, life. Right. you can literally have it your entire life. And then one day it will just come out when, you're, when your immune system goes down. It's, it's something that kind of attacks your immune system even more. So basically it's like, you're on fire. <laughs> I'm not gonna piss on you. I'm gonna make it worse. Okay. Let's put some. Let's put some gas in there. Yeah. Uh, but so there is, but there is no cure for it. No, that's crazy. Considering it's the first ever one to have existed, which I imagine is a very long time ago. It's because it stays dormant. It's hard to actually to get people in there. But I mean, with it, it's, it goes on like along all of kind of history. There is so much stuff about STDs. Um, and I, you know what I couldn't find? I was mm. trying to, like, somebody can t answer me this. Uh, like, when the actual kind of, like, condoms, dental dams, all that sort of shit, when that was all invented. Mm -hmm. um, because it seems like everyone was just going around giving giving everyone STDs at some point. Well, um, that makes sense. Because when did the, I don't know if we know, did, when did the first contraceptive come into play? Because I guess it was... Um, I'm, I might be wrong. But I feel like it might have been around the AIDS pandemic okay. in the 80s. Sure. I feel like uh, maybe it, it was a thing before, but I feel like it became more apparent to use condoms. Because I, yeah, because actually that said, because like when it comes to like contraception, because you think even back to like our grandparents' era, I don't yeah, feel like, like contraception. It was all like sex and love, wasn't it? And having babies. Well, that, was having like there eight... was the baby boom, which obviously I don't know if they were around to have to uh, uh, like you know irish families mm. fuck me irish families like my nan <laughs> is like a family of like 11 yeah uh they just they have babies for a living well my nan she had like 12 siblings 
So, it? Like, so, so I don't think con- I, I don't think contraception was a thing. No. Um, oh, or a no, big no, thing. No, actually, I think or that a might be linked to, to religion. Is your family Irish? No. Oh, because uh, usually, like Catholics, they said that you couldn't. It's that's a stigma. So I will let go, yeah, let you guys know. No, about my that my soon. nan grew up during World War Two. So oh yeah, they were just locked were in like, while, Let's all have babies. while bombs were hitting Portsmouth. So what else are we gonna do? We're just gonna shag, I guess. Mm. So you know, um, people can use petroleum jelly, like Vaseline, as an STD protective. Petroleum jelly. Yeah. When I think of petroleum, you mean like petrol. No, okay. uh, as, in like, <laughs> as in like Vaseline. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people use that on top of like sores and stuff, uh, like herpes sores. Um, and that can actually prevent it. Not 100% get rid prevent of it. Prevent it. Prevent it from spreading. Prevent it. Yeah. I but... mean, not, not, I wouldn't just slap on some, like, because that, that would be a breeding ground for fucking BV. That's just, yeah, it's not, so people, what you're saying that people will still, like, have intercourse when they've got herpes and they've got sores live, but they mm. will put Vaseline on it and then still crack on. Yeah. No, that's, I don't think that's. Silly, silly, silly. Don't do that. Um, but yeah, it basically nothing is, nothing is actually 100% effective. Yeah. I, although to... I guess, like, yeah, I guess, well. I mean, yeah, I mean, it could split. If you're using condoms, uh, how about you just don't make her infertile? Yeah, by giving her an STD. Um, it's a fair point though, because like obviously we had a lot of these conversations when we first got together, because uh, obviously you know STD gave you chlamydia, and we we spoke about it, and it actually you you opened my mind. I mean, I was someone that has been in sort of in long term relationships, like in and out of relationships. So I guess that's an excuse. It's not an excuse. But what it was, my view was, oh, I'm not wearing a condom because my girlfriend's got contraception. So I'm sweet. Never did it come into my mind. I absolutely wrongly, completely agree. Yeah. Um but wrongly, that was my narrow view of the world. And obviously I, p- I picked up somewhere. And the scary thing is, is I had no symptoms. I generally thought I had nothing. And it was a complete shock to me that obviously when you tested and it came up and it was, that it is what it was, but. He got me chlamydia flowers. I did, and a bear. And a bear, and yeah. I put them in the bin and I was like, are you actually fucking for real right now? Um, chlamydia flowers, and I haven't got flowers since until today. So yeah. hopefully I haven't got anything else. Happy Valentine's it's just Day. annoying, isn't it? But it's just set. so crazy to me because obviously I work in the sex industry and I've been doing it for two years. I get tested every month. And mm. should, should we get the door? Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna we have to stop. I think that is your Valentine's Day present. Yay! My present. My present. Imagine if it's not that good. <laughs> You're gonna put this on the podcast, aren't you? He's gonna watch it back and be like, "Bitch, what is it? What is it?" We stop. I don't know. Give me that Valentine's Day present. Yay! Give me, give me, give me. What is it? I don't know. It's a big box. Hmm. Hmm. I'm not gonna show you the box, guys, because I'm not telling you where we live. Yeah. No. Oh my god, <laughs> guys! <laughs> It says Green Girl Bella on there. <laughs> <laughs> that's so sick. They just chat. <laughs> oh my god, that's so cool. Thank you so much. I love you. You're welcome. I love you. I wish I could kiss you, but I can't because <laughs> you're all the way over there. There it is. I'll send you a love puff. Oh. <laughs> um, anyway. Six ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> Six ninety nine. Yeah. Well, it's what? Valentine's Day sale today. 
Pass, kostet 699. Oh. Is it don't chuck the actual AirPods, thank you. No, they're staying in my hand. And this is Keith. This anyway, is Keith. Oh, this is such explain? a chaotic episode. Yeah, I know. This is Keith. Keith. I got Jake Keith. Now I feel really shit because he got me these. <laughs> uh, but basically, so penguins, when they... Oh, no. Oh. So penguins, when they get together, they stay together for life. And that's why I got him a penguin. It's a jelly cat. How cute are they? Um, and now it's the thought that counts it's my present to shame and yeah obviously we're going away so the thought was you can wear them on the plane it's just thoughtful I think I mean no. the flowers are mainly for the set so that was the <laughs> you know I'm one of those people that um like... oh and also guys for anyone who tuned in for episode three I believe it was we all remember what Bella said about Valentine's Day and the saliva pods They've been shipped. They've arrived. And I will let you know. Oh, yeah. The, the, <laughs> the, uh, the blowjob mints. The blowjob mints, yeah. Yay. Can't wait. Um, anyway. <laughs> so the back to STDs. Yes. Uh, thank you so much for my gifts. I'm so happy. And People I'm are going to think that's staged. They are going to be the same. <laughs> oh, yeah. What is your name? Fucking Mr. Beast. Double it and pass it on to the next person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Check it. Um, so, yeah, anyway, I just find it very strange how I was in, I'm in the sex industry. I've literally spent the last two years getting STD chest every single month. So, basically, in the sex industry, if you didn't know, um, every time that you work with a new person, you have to get tested. Um, when you go, you get a full form um, mm. telling people basically saying i don't have this i don't have this never recorded this have my hep b jabs hep c jabs jabs for everything and it basically just says you're good to bang and yeah it's you get it every time that you work with someone yeah because there's the the ones within the sex work industry they're a lot more thorough aren't they so they are. it's not just uh saliva swab or whatever yeah, you have so to like, what, what is it what are the different ones you have to do so we do a blood test which searches for hiv um yeah. hiv hep b hep c and tr uh oh god it's not that one what's that syphilis yeah um and there's another one which it searches for but i can't remember and then you get chlamydia and gonorrhea in your mouth vaginal and bum hole so i have to literally is that just like a little yeah you just put the swab in or up and around in and around her mouth yeah yeah so, so is it very thorough because that very because yeah, yeah. isn't it but again isn't it isn't it herpes that even when you do all of this if you're not like if you're not like yeah yeah i mean the thing is you can if you go for a smear test as a lady yeah you can go and get the the swab f uh the thing done for genital watch which is hpv mm -hmm. and it will tell you whether you've got hpv or not but like you could never show symptoms yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, h um herpes you wouldn't know that you had herpes until it comes out yeah then they'd have to swab the sore and let you know but it could even not be herpes right like uh for example i know someone who's diabetic and they thought that they had herpes on their vagina but they just cut it and it got infected because people with diabetes get um quicker infections like yeah. they're more susceptible to infections mm -hmm. So, but it's, it's honestly, it's nothing to panic about. A lot of people who have herpes, they do, they can maintain it very well. Yeah, but this is the I've thing. I've heard, I see this guy on TikTok all the time. 
talks about the herpes stigma. Because I remember obviously when we got together, yeah. and obviously it was it was we it was an important thing to talk about STDs because obviously obviously collabing with other creators and things like that. And you were telling me obviously I think there was a couple of creators that did come out and say that they had herpes but there's this yeah. ma there's this massive stigma about like, oh, like herpes and it was like for ages like this is the worst way like you stay away from me you've got herpes it's the worst one but when you actually like boil when, it down explaining to me when what, you actually deep it like kids get herpes on their mouth like yeah you know you can't judge someone because they've got something that's a bit sore that can go away with medication yeah it's just like someone shaming you for having a cough because arguably well, they did two years ago because arguably, right, it's always, and I am, I, I probably assume and rightly assume that I'm actually completely wrong in how I used to think, but chlamydia always seemed to be like the light one because it was just really easy to get rid of. But actually, it causes more long-term damage than what herpes does, right? It can do, yeah. Yeah. So the thing is, is that chlamydia, gonorrhea, um, all those sorts of things, they are... They're light work. They you like as you said, the the lighter ones because you can just get medication, it'll go away within a week. Mm -hmm. Um however, if you left it untreated for a long time, fertility test needed, um then there's a there's a chance it's more dangerous Which, for women than it is men because um, I, I, gonna... it can infect affect you it can cause things like endometriosis yeah. um pelvic not endometriosis sorry uh, pelvic inflammatory disease in women uh -huh. so if it's like long long it can cause pregnancy issues like ectopic pregnancies all those sorts of things um and it can cause just it's just can be very like quite a you know, just annoying experience to have mm. to keep going for all medical issues when it's just something that could have been solved straight away. Yeah. Because um, the thing is, one thing that does annoy me is the fact that people assume that if you have sex with a lot of people uh, and that your body count's very high, then you must be dirty. This whole stigma around being clean or dirty is fucking ridiculous. I'm not being funny or anything, but nobody looks clean and nobody could be clean because they look well-dressed. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you look like. STDs are not going to discriminate against you just because you've got a nice fucking tie on. Like, mm -hmm. so in in that same same vein, it's like, it doesn't matter where you have, whether you have sex with one person or sex with 100 people, the risk of not using protection will still be likely that you get an STD. Yes, granted, you might be more likely to get an STD if you sleep with 100 people. But say if you sleep with 100 people with a condom on, the chances of getting an STD and sleeping with two people with one off are actually higher when you sleep with two people without any contraception. Yeah. Not contraception or uh, protection. So it's honestly, it's, I hate this whole thing about like body count. As long as you're staying safe yeah. and trying to look after yourself and taking all the precautions that you can, Lowering the risk factor. There's risk in everything that you do. Like just, just on body count as well, because the whole stigma on body count is it's not just... So if, if a girl's got high body count, then you... As you said, the STD is part of it. But then the whole ridiculous thing is, is if you're, you're, you know, your vagina widens. Oh! <laughs> guys, guys. Oh, my God. Let me, let me just make this abundantly clear. The vagina is a muscle. Why are we using Keith as a uh, prop? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me go back. The vagina is a muscle, yeah, right? Oh, down. It can fit a whole child's head out of it. Now, if you put your tiny little limp dick in there, 
It's not going to make any difference. Because a baby's head is about this big. This is key. It's a baby's head. Right? <laughs> and then it just goes back to normal. You can still stick your dick in there afterwards. Granted, it might hurt a bit. But it will feel pretty much normal. Because I've seen people talk about girls who use toys have bigger vaginas and we yeah. can tell. No, you fucking can't, you fucking virgin. You virgin. <laughs> like, you clearly, you, can, you don't know enough about women or anatomy to comment on it. So shut the fuck up and learn a new hobby to fucking bitch about. But honestly, that's, that's that. That pisses me off so much because it's just like, you have no way of telling. Like I could have slept with thousands of people and you you wouldn't even know. You would no. have no clue. No, it's a muscle attracts. Yeah. <laughs> and also Kegel exercises. One more question. Yes. What is the whole horse riding thing about? What, popping your hymen? Yeah, what is that? Mine happen when a horse. Yeah. So oh, is, it, is it the thing that so pops? So a hymen is a very like clear film between your um, your uterus. Uh, so the... when, your, when your period happens yeah. as a woman... Your uterus lining sheds, and that's what causes the period. Oh, yeah. So it bleeds. And that's what happens every month because there's no sperm in there and there's no egg in there. And there's a small, tiny bit of film. It's kind of like cling film, right? There's mm -hmm. like at the bottom of your uterus. And then when it pops, you will bleed a little bit because that, there's a tiny bit of blood. Is that the cherry? That's the cherry, yeah. So that's what your cherry is. It's not a fucking cherry. It's, it's your, your, your <laughs> uterus lining just coming out a little bit because there's a little bit of blood in there. But that's what happens. And that's how you get it from horse riding because when you do tr when you trot on a horse, you go up and down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know that because I... So I used to... I wasn't rich as a kid. <laughs> and I used to have to work in a stables for like five days a week yeah. to get like a half an hour lesson. And I sat on this horse, this big fat off... <laughs> sorry, I can't say... Um, Say again. <laughs> um, yeah, and I sat on this big, big horse and literally started trotting, and I was like, "Oh, pain." And then, yeah, is the horse a metaphor? No, <laughs> no. But if you do want to see some horse-sized cocks, mate, go to my OnlyFans. <laughs> Whose horse is that? Um, but yeah, so i also wanted to talk about is since we're going on uh kind of going along the history as a starting point i know we've kind of deflected a little bit due to due to loads of different things <laughs> but um i wanted to talk about the aids pandemic and hiv the big one the big one when was this see that's exactly stigma straight away you go the big one yeah because yeah it did kill a lot of people but so did covid and so does like you know there's loads of things that kill people mm. but so that started in the 80s, yeah. like 1978, 79. Um, and there was a lot of like racial profiling to do with that, yeah. as well as homophobia mm -hmm. and all of those things. And I recommend for anybody, if you want to know about the AIDS pandemic and you find it interesting around that sort of era, uh, It's a Sin on Netflix with Ollie Alexander. We're watching it, it tonight. We're going to watch it tonight because I said to Jake, Valentine's Bill in, we're going to watch, uh, yeah, about yeah. the... Uh, yeah, but it's yeah. So it was one of those things. It came basic. I don't know where it came from. I can't. I can't remember. My brain is filled with so much information. But in the time of the AIDS pandemic, it was very much like hush hush at first. Mm -hmm. Like doctors tried to keep it there, and then suddenly it's like men and women were both getting it. Yeah. Um, black people, white people, everyone was getting it. Um, and were, then, were people dying quite quickly? 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it, uh, that's it was literally like within a couple of months that people were dying, mm -hmm. and they. It, I think it started in America. Okay. First, fucking right. Americans. Yeah, because this is crazy. Because I don't know, like this is where all the, the conspiracy theories start and all the crazy stories and the stigma around it. Because when you say HIV, and you know, I say this openly, like my immediate thought process is it was it was Africa. It was it was in Africa. Really? And that's what, I, when I think uh, when I think HIV, I think prep. But then, as because I've I will talk about prep soon, but. <laughs> Because Africa, obviously, it was like, obviously, you know, third world country, almost. And, you know, you've got, they had zero to no contraception. Um, but that's exactly what I said about the whole stigma behind dirty and clean. Yeah. Like, you think third world country, dirty, don't have much. No, but that's not what you think, but that's exactly how, like, what it is. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's that, it's that whole thing of, like, they're not as privileged to have that but also but, i can't say that for the entire continent of africa when i say third world country but you know it just it, in those areas it was mm -hmm. it was pretty thrive yeah it was it was pretty bad and honestly it was the same way it was quite similar so you know how people started viewing monkeypox so recently i go and get std checks at a place called dean street and since Mon monkeypox came out and there was suddenly all these news articles because it came out when the Grand Canaria Pride was on, so a majority of people who got it was gay. Mm. So now they've literally just targeted gay people and been like, like, fair enough, yeah, anyone can get it. It's not actually a sexually transmitted disease, but basically this article implied that, that monkeypox was. And then now Dean Street is basically so hard to get an appointment because there's so many people worried about monkeypox because of gay people. But I even on Twitter, I saw straight away people being homophobic and fucking rude to gay people because of this. I think it really didn't help that this was like the first thing that came out just after COVID, wasn't it? So the, yeah. the news were just like trying to spread fear again. It's like, this is the new COVID. This, you know, you, you're going to get... But, but it was exactly now. the same with AIDS. And this is what... It, uh, the. I get like so emotional when I think about the AIDS pandemic. I wasn't even alive then, but mm. I do stupid amounts of research on, on things like this just for fun. Yeah. Cause I'm a bit of a geek, but honestly, like the, the, sorry to cut you up there. H HIV now AIDS. There's obviously two different types, right? I think AIDS is eliminated now. Yeah. That's so what I'm saying. Not, they have, cause there was like when I was growing up, now like, HIV can't progress into AIDS anymore. With the right medication. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so they've, the right they've, they've they've cured and it. And now uh, HIV can be dormant completely. It's just like herpes can. Right. So you've got type 1, type 2, isn't it? Or positive, negative. I can't... Um, yeah, type 1. Uh, no, HSV1, HSV2, that's herpes. Yeah. And then I don't... Th oh, yeah, I think you've got type 1, type 2, HIV. Not sure. I do. You, oh, you do? No, you said I think I do. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, I think you can get... I'm not 100% sure on that. Right. So um, I'm saying I've done all this extensive research and then I'm like, I no, don't know. It's, it's, uh, I don't know. I only read ju things just on the story, before we move off HIV as well, I just want to say this quick, because again, when I was growing up, it was like this big stigma that it can't be cured and stuff. I'm from Southampton originally, and there was a club, main club of Southampton called Oceana. And there was this story. Uh, it was before I was 18. So I think it may be when I was like 15, 16, this happened. But this guy, he got, he got AIDS and he got like, obviously he felt like obviously he's, he's doomed to um, die. So on like this suicidal spree, he put his blood in a load of needles and he was blow darting them 
into the crowd in the Oceana Club in Southampton, blow darting them into them, and then taking lead about them, putting a sticker on them, and saying, Welcome to the world of AIDS. He obviously, they caught him. I think he got arrested. But what it's a abs- fucker. Honestly, madness. What a c- Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> what, an absolute, what an absolute prick. But then again, I think a lot of people did do that. Um, well, hopefully not a lot of people. Not, not, not like that, but I think a lot of people, because they didn't want to accept that back when it first started with AIDS, I think a lot of people didn't want to accept they had it, so they would just carry on their normal life. Yeah. Um, and I think because back back then, there was a lot of like, I mean, they're still around now. Like you've got a lot of like gay spaces where they openly have sex it's very well within a man's nature to be extremely sexual and have very high sex drive so Mm. obviously if you've got men who are attractive to men you're gonna have spaces like that and i think a lot of men kind of wanted to ignore it back then because it was something that was to be ashamed of and you would you get arrested this is the biggest problem though isn't it you get arrested for being gay well uh, your friend was around our house last night and she and she said she knew of someone who unfortunately passed her an STD and she found out that he already knew that he had it but he slept with her anyway but this is where it becomes a problem so this kind of moves on to the next part because there are so many people out there who are either too embarrassed don't give a fuck or think that they don't have it like Mm. I always say to people and the first thing that I said to Jake when he gave me one was fuck off fuck off <laughs> we're over no yeah i did i was like what <laughs> second the hell? thing you said <laughs> i was like what the hell man but it was just the fact that i was just like i just don't understand if you see with a new person why don't you just go and get tested and i've done it since the dawn of time mm-hmm. um since literally the medieval <laughs> the medieval times no since since i have become sexually active i've always got tested but i think it's just because of the fact that i just know um i so when people don't give a shit, it really fucking gripes me because I'm just like, you know, this is not just your life that you're affecting by I, doing this. This is not, how can you care about other people so little? And I'm so sorry to say that because it's like- No, no, it's a fair point. But fair it's point. just like, you just don't give a shit. And I mean, my first STD experience was, um, so I was sexually assaulted when I was 17 and- the guy gave me chlamydia and gonorrhea afterwards and because I had like extensive like wounds and stuff. Yeah. Well, not wounds, but like bruises and things like that. It was making it very painful. So it gave me pelvic inflammatory disease and it was, it was, it was horrible because it was like, so basically when you, when you get sexually assaulted and I'm sorry if this triggers anyone. So like we'll pop up like a trigger warning for anyone before I started this story. But you have to go to a place to get like swabs done and stuff. And then about a week later, I started getting like really sore everything. And I was just like, this is just so much like, and then, yeah, I had to get a shot in my bum for the gonorrhea, mm. which gave me the shits. And then I had to get medication for yeah. the chlamydia. Um, but some people, sometimes apparently this is, I, I'm not hundred percent sure on this, but apparently chlamydia can turn into gonorrhea if it's left long enough. Really? Yeah. What, it's like mutates? a mutation of it. Yeah. So. And sorry for anyone who thinks I'm not commenting on this situation. Obviously me and Bella have spoke about that situation a lot. So. Yeah. It's one of those things, but yeah, I mean, obviously that just fueled the fire even more because it was just kind of like, well, this oh. was the thing, and from my from my point of view, because obviously what happened happened, and I I, I obviously gave you uh, chlamydia, and but the 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 strong 
response that I had was obviously because it was almost like uh, bringing you back to that state, wasn't it? Which was just horrible to see. And I couldn't have felt. Yeah. It's like, worse. I don't really, I don't find STDs dirty. I find people who don't go and get tested dirty. I find people who don't care dirty. That is dirty behavior. Yeah. Having one isn't. I know so many people. I I know guys and girls who've their partners cheated on them and they fucking, they've got an STD. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you can't just prejudge everyone and say, you must have slept around so much because you've got an STD. Not the way it works, mate. Yeah. Literally not the way it works. Sorry about that. And in in an ideal world, it would be great to single out the people who have slept with loads and loads of people and that, that, that look clean and think that, you know, oh, she, she said that she was on contraception. Well, yeah, but where was your part in that? It takes two to tango. Yeah. And I completely agree. We're, I mean, I we did it, didn't we? Right. The fact that I wanted, like, I knew I wanted to be with you. So it was just like, you know. What, the first night? Yep. <laughs> knew it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Well, I think this is the perfect time because obviously we're saying about, you know, that, that people that aren't getting tested and stuff, we have a stat and I think it's crazy. I, so this is actually crazy. So I put up something up on my Instagram last night. Mm-hmm. And so it's not really accurate because it's not, I don't know what type, I know that majority of men follow me. I have a very high dominated male audience. About 70, 30%. Yeah, mm-hmm. 70% male. And yeah. I had 449 people answer. And it doesn't say how many of them are men or women, but I have sex workers who follow me too. So I asked a question, when was the last time that you had an STD checkup? Yeah. So just to check. And 29% of people out of 449 said this month. Yeah. Which I'm going to assume that they are other sex workers who follow me. Okay. Yeah. Not a general assumption, but... I'm going to make a bit of an assumption and say that the majority of those people would be sex workers Mm -hmm. um, and people who are obviously very up to date with their sexual health. In the last six months, out of 449 people, 16% of people said that they had one in the last six months. Okay. Last year, 13%. This is crazy. And never. So 42% of people out of 449 people that answered this said they'd never had an STD checkup. Yeah. Not even a check, let alone an STD. And interestingly, because of the male audience, like it's, as, as I think I was getting to earlier, is it the stigma around STDs that are causing this? Because one, they, they're too, they, they don't want to go and get a test because if they come back and they've got something, they're going to feel dirty or they would just rather not know. Which is wrong, absolutely. But then if they, you know... I think it's the fact it's not talked enough, especially not to men. Um, I feel like men... I think women always get told to be cautious around things. And I'm not trying to make a gender war out of this. I'm really not. But genuinely, I don't think any sort of... I think women kind of care more about their health because obviously it's, it's the fact that that can affect your chance of having babies and having a family and Mm -hmm. doing everything that women are supposed to be doing. And I'm doing inverted commas to everyone on Spotify. You know, the things that women are inverted commas being like made to do. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? That's what STDs can affect. But it's, so it's more drilled into you that if you're a slag and you get an STD, 
oh my god that's the end of the world love so you know girls are very much more cautious but i also know girls who are like i don't give a shit i've got chlamydia and i'll just fucking i'll go and shag anyone and it's just like oh you just need to get some some antibiotics and it's just like yeah fair enough but how long does it how many times you have to get chlamydia until the antibiotics don't work yeah does chlamydia show more symptoms in women than it does men no yeah it does so like for example you having chlamydia you had none i, yeah, I, I had, had zero like BV. literally zero you he had zero zero and uh zero oh, symptoms oh, what's going on with me today um had you had zero symptoms and i had bv painful periods bleeding in between well, this is this is the thing this is actually how you you how i knew and you, i was like you, there's something wrong because... and i said don't come near me i fucking stink yeah and, and you yeah. were like no you and don't you, and, and i was, I was like, like yes i do so first of all this man is blind and nose blind i mean it was our first couple of weeks into the relationship so i was just like come here yeah he was like <laughs> why aren't you having sex with me i was like something something's wrong something's wrong i feel it yeah. um you were right and yeah bare discharge man it's disgusting but you feel grim and it's harder for someone who's in the sex industry as well because it's like you you have so much time off work because it not only do you feel like shit but you can't work with anyone and you can't use any of your dildos or anything like that like i had to throw out all my dildos and get new ones mm -hmm. because i couldn't use them um <coughs> well i was worried about using them you can still use them but you shouldn't really share toys with anyone anyway no um yeah that's mental i honestly it's so easy to get an std checkup especially if your age is between 16 and 25 just because it's free and you can literally order it to your house and mm. just send it off in the post and you just get a text message yeah this is i think this and is it's the all best over the uk this is like, the, i think this is the best thing that's happened because I, again for, I, I think although it is it's well there's actually there's some of them that you can get ones for hiv and yeah i mean from a men's perspective because then i think it's that whole in, embarrassment thing like of going into a sexual health clinic and getting tested mm -hmm. and i think there's just this whole stigma around like being dirty and stuff and you just don't want to go there and do it so you'd rather just not know absolutely wrongly but i i think that's been a big thing of it so these home tests are some of the, some of the best things that happen there. but unfortunately it sounds like it's still not happening enough no i'm gonna be honest people need to start thinking about their sexual health just like they would if something was wrong like mm. even if nothing is wrong like if you think about it like how many things are caused by not feeling anything mm. like if you've had sex with someone the repercussion of that could be an std if you've gone out of your way to not use protection then you need to you need to think about what you need to do next so as a woman, like contraceptive, if you haven't got any contraceptive, and it's very hard for some women with contraception because it doesn't always affect the body in the right way. Um, so the safest thing realistically would be to use condoms um, because like women's uh, contraception, it causes things like blood clots, cancer, yep. cervical cancer, like bleeds on the brain. Haven't, like, I, haven't I heard that they've brought out a pill for men now? Oh, they say it like every couple of months. Apparently, the apparently the symptoms are always too bad for men because you get a bit of a headache. <laughs> you get a little bit of a headache because you've got to take a pill every day. It's just too hard. <laughs> so it isn't a widely used thing now. No, no, no. they're not going to give it. They're not going to put it out in the NHS. Apparently, there's too much risk. Not like cervical cancer is too much of a risk, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, fuck the women, <laughs> e bitches. Too many women.
yeah. us men are gonna sword fight until we have babies. Anyway, <laughs> sorry guys, went a little bit. Um, so one STD that actually they don't test for um, is a ever no can't test for it. Mm, they can test for it, but they don't do it, and I think they should. Why? It, um, because they just don't. So a lot. Of sorry, people, let's find out what it is first, and then uh, it's called it's called trick trike. Uh, so yeah. it's trichomonesis or something like that. But basically, it's very well got, uh, disguised as BV. So it's, right. it's exactly the same. You get the same symptoms and everything yeah. like that. But it's basically, it's like a, a BV that won't go away. Okay. Uh, it only happens to women. But it can also... if you, So basically, girls it, or women, I don't really want to put you down and say that you're a girl. Um, if you feel like you've got long extended bv and you feel like very confused as to why it's not going away even if you've had medication ask your doctor for a test of trick trichnomonesis okay. i'm gonna put the word on and i'm gonna put it underneath um just for you guys but yeah if you've got a long reoccurring case of bv and you think this isn't right bit of like stomach pain and things like that I, it's worth asking a doctor so to... so with trick because i mean as you famously said um bv comes from men yeah wash underneath your well, skin right? so where is i just where... want to clear up yeah? <laughs> yeah so when i said it comes from men that's not what i meant like i mean it is but then... it is it comes from men there's a lot of outside other things that can come from like soaps and um like literally lush lush bath bombs are literally a fucking haven for the rush and shit like that, like things that you just shouldn't put any perfume in there or anything that's going to upset the balance. Um, so yeah, that's you can do it from either way, but also obviously we were talking about actual sex when that was coming along. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah when you get BV, when you've had sex and double dipped or whatever you've fucking done, that's, it just happens. So where does trick come from then? It's an STD. So it, it, you said it's only in women. So is this? No, it only comes from uh, it gets contracted to women from semen. Oh, it comes, so it comes from semen. Mm-hmm. So, but it doesn't cause, so it's a bacteria within semen yeah. that goes into the... I assume so. I'm, okay, I'm we don't know the scientific facts on See, that See, I one. haven't even found out enough about that yeah. because I've never been tested for it. Yeah. Well, I don't think I have anyway. They might have done when I ha- when I don't well, know because this they- is what our comment section is for. If anyone does know the answer, please let yeah, us know. Yeah, if anyone's ever been tested we, for we, it, because sometimes you can go for a BV and thrush test, and I don't know whether that gets involved. We in really, that. we really want to turn this into community. So anyone who's watching this, like we don't know all the answers. Like obviously, we're talking about our points of view and stuff, but we want to treat this in a community where people can find out things. So if you do know the answers of where that comes from, please pop it down in the comments. If you've got questions, put them down there. We can answer them next time. We want everyone to get involved. So. Yeah, that would be so helpful. If there's any experiences that people have had or anything like that, let us know. Um, but yeah, there's... Oh, my God. Mm. Hang on. So, so I was completely wrong on that. So it's not just women that can get it. So men and women do get it together. However, um, if a woman finds out, finds out that she has it, you both, like, say, I have it you would need to come with me to come and get treated for it. So is it, is it, is it, is this another, is this, so this is another thing where men don't have symptoms, but women do. Yeah, basically, but it doesn't do anything harmful to men either. Right. So you can just have it and it would just be chill. Yeah. And men get it well easy, right? No, no. Well easy. Yeah. Fuck me. It's, this episode has been kind of hard because like, 
There's so much to cover. So much to cover. Yeah. STDs in general, not something that you should, you should worry about it, but at the right time after you've had sex, don't worry about other people's STDs unless you're having sex with the said person who has an STD. Mm -hmm. Your mate's got an STD, take him to an STD clinic, see what you need to do. There is nothing to be embarrassed about if you have an STD. Absolutely nothing. And I think this is the most important thing because again, if everyone can get into get out of the stigma that you should be embarrassed by them, it's not going to be the fact of... So if, it, if you say people aren't going to be embarrassed by them, then people might easily think, oh, well, that just means people are just going to be passing around willy-nilly willy because no one cares. That's no, not That's not what we mean. It's educating yourself on the fact that it can cause very harmful things to your body. Just like if you leave liver problem on... on on, like you know you've got a liver problem and you keep drinking it's the same thing like you it's ignoring it ignoring the issue that could progressively turn into something much but, worse and I, I think purely just from what happened with us our own personal experience as soon as like but this is exactly what i said to you when you first gave it to me why the fuck haven't you just been tested you yeah. slept with new people in between relationships and this is what people need to realize is that but, even if it's just one person that one person could have given you something and but what I was saying, the important thing is, is we spoke about it. Obviously, you 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 taught me a lot. You were obviously very, you know, thorough with with your opinions. But we got through it, and you know, because because of the view that you have of STDs, it's not like, oh my god, you gave me this, we're over. It was a uh, Jake, you're a fucking idiot. But like, let's go and get the antibiotics. Let's get over this, and we we move through it. And that's, I think, that's what people are worried about sometimes, especially in relationships. They'd rather not get tested and find out that they have got STDs because then one, the man might get accused of being cheating or something, or they they're gonna like think they're gonna break up. So mm -hmm. I think it's just understanding the stigma around it and being, yeah, like you're not. It's. I think with me, mine was more the fact of like the trauma that I had. I don't care about the actual STD. Mm. It wasn't that. It was the fact that I had to go through the same thing again. Yeah. And like, you know, if I've someone that I loved was to give me an STD, obviously not now because that would be cheating because I'd know that you got rid of the first one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Obviously now. Where did come from? Yeah, 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 yeah. What? What you <laughs> 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 So, yeah, um, I know that it would be... I wouldn't. I don't feel embarrassed about it. Yeah. Well, I was about. That sounds so bad. Actually, I was going to say that's the uh, when you're dating a an OnlyFans girl that obviously you're going to get caught cheating real quick because they get tested all the time, and then if an STD pops up, you're fucked. But that's why men don't want to sleep with OnlyFans girls. <laughs> yeah, they're going to. That's caught. why they don't. They they don't want to wife OnlyFans girls because. Because you get caught out, you get caught out cheating. <laughs> ah, I oh, know your game, bruv. I know your game. And the thing is, you can never say it's because oh, but they collab with loads of people. Like, but yeah, no, yeah, but they're all people. tested, so you're kind oh, fuck. of. I hate. I say clean. I didn't mean clean, but um, yeah, they collab with loads of people who don't have anything. Yeah, so. yeah. Oops. But then some people do fake certs. Yeah, I know. I've heard about this. Um, th there's been people known in the past. I stopped uh collabing with people that I didn't know or. I'm very selective about people that I work with due to the fact that I've heard rumours and things about people not faking their certs and all that sort of shit. Why do they fake them though? Is it because they know it haven't they're just being because selfish? Because they want to or... work with someone and get that, get that bag or get that fuck or whatever it is, those people that aren't serious about fucking OnlyFans. Jesus Christ. The thing is, with OnlyFans, yeah, you get the people... In the, in the US, they take it very seriously. 
They take it very seriously. Mm. Obviously, there's more of a chance because their STD tests are so much more expensive. Right. So like, there is still like, there's still that thing where some people, they can't fake it, but they will tell people, like people aren't careful enough. Mm. But then in the UK, fuck me, the creators, <laughs> they just want to fuck. And it's just so annoying. I'm like, I'll get there, yeah? And a guy will be like, oh, are you going to get me hard? I'm like, that's not my fucking job. Like, hello? My job is to make the person on that camera very happy boy, mm. right? I'm not here to make you a happy boy. Mm. That's the point. So if you haven't got something blue and small to with a glass of water, it's not happening, mate. Clearly, you need to get yourself hard. Huh? So, and a lot of men would get upset about that and be like, well, why can't I kiss you? Well, because it's not on camera. Why would you want to kiss me? It's not real. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm trying to focus on it going in my asshole. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's a strange thing, OnlyFans, and it's a strange thing, doing porn. But Isn't know, it just? Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, as a wrap, I would like to let everyone know that the... We're going to put down below all of the places that you can contact in order to get an STD test at yep. home um, in the UK, Scotland and Ireland and Wales. Um, I unfortunately, if we did the whole of America, the YouTube, the YouTube description would be yeah. so long. <laughs> There's a character limit. Uh, so we're just going to do the UK for now. Um, anybody who has been affected by any stories that we've given today or whatever, or sexual assault stories, things like that. Um, I'm really sorry. And I will issue a bit of a warning next time, more of a warning than I have done this time. Mm. And I will also put the number below if you feel like you've been sexually assaulted, abused or anything like that um, in order to go get help. Because I went to a company that was lovely, it's free and they also give you counselling afterwards. So you can be happy, healed and you're good. So yeah. Anything else you have on the subject of STDs, Jake? Anything else on the subject of STDs? Um, I would love a bit of education just on what ones exist. What ones exist? Yeah, no, because like, when, like obviously, so the when I think STDs, there are literally, if I dig deep, three or four come to mind. Well, I know there's so many more than that. So I've okay, got go. chlamydia. Mm -hmm. um, and chlamydia, again, I'm still confused about what it actually does. I think it's just like a bacterial infection, right? Uh, gonorrhea which i i've known people have had and that sounds horrific you get like gunk and yeah, you, get it's, green, you green know you have that one dick. you've got herpes that we've covered a lot then i and then obviously the obvious hiv aids and that's trife now tripe trike trike and now and then i i'm sure as you say some that I, it will come syphilis, to mind syphilis yeah crabs what's crabs Crab. about Crabs, crabs is just a pubic lice. It was much, much more pro uh, prominent in the seventies. Okay. The fact that everyone had pubes. Now everyone's got pubes. They're not. They don't exist. They must still exist, though. Yeah, I don't think they're stigmatized as much, though. Crabs just sounds like the worst. It's I, itchy. But it's like it's just I'd head say lice. Bed bugs is worse. So that actually doesn't even transfer from the genitals. That's from the genital hair. That's just hair, yeah. So is no, that is that an STD then? Yeah, because you still catch them from having sex or like bumping your bumping. Yeah. Old, bumping. Bumping fists. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with me today? Oh my god. Um. But yeah, uh, it's all like it's all it's all relative, mate. There's loads of them. 
Just don't get them. Just don't get is, them. But no, is there like... That's, that's, there is no way that you can't just not get them. Yeah, of course. Um. So, yeah. I mean, one... The thing is, is that when we're talking about, um, like, stigma and stuff and, like, all of that sort of thing, like, you find that even the most sex positive people are still so as you said about when that girl came out and said that she had herpes mm. um in the industry yeah like people are still like Ugh, yeah this is her. what i mean it's um <laughs> just try not to make people feel bad if they confide in you and tell you that they have an std mm-hmm. and also if you have one or if you think you've got any symptoms so symptoms of chlamydia gonorrhea um, all of the vi- the infections that you can get are painful urination, uh, discharge, uh, unusual discharge coming out of your penis or vagina. Uh, it can sometimes be like foamy. Yeah. Uh, that's for like trick. Um, mm-hmm. If it's green, anything that's different to normal. Watery is BV. Yeah. Um, then you've got what other symptoms that you can get so you can get painful back like period pains for women uh with with um chlamydia and gonorrhea um it just feels like a uti but you know whatever if you feel anything that's slightly different to normal and everyone knows their own body mm-hmm. you would know you would you would kind of know and some but then also sometimes if you don't feel anything then you still get tested anyway because th- there might still be a chance because some people go completely symptomless. Um, things like HIV and AIDS. I know obviously AIDS don't doesn't really exist anymore, um, but that actually can t- start with like the flu and so can herpes. So when you feel very <laughs> run down okay. and you start feeling tingling on your skin, that can be herpes. Right. So like tingling, itchiness, things like that, that's herpes. Uh, same with syphilis. Um but it's just more of like a sore that's coming up. So it feels yeah. very sore on your skin and you can feel like a, it feels like a spot coming up. That would be, that could be that. So just go, go and get tested if you feel anything along those lines. And even if you don't. So yeah, I'm not being funny. I'm not mad at you for giving me an STD. Mm-hmm. I'm disappointed. Um, yeah. But you know what? You're never ever going to have to do that again. No. No. Okay. That was a joke. Right. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> I love you. And as you know, just remember to always have fun. Stay safe. And always get consent. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you like it? Have fun, stay safe, and always get consent. Two night stand, baby. It's all about you, baby. It's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about you. I was was hoping you were going to go, Jakey. Okay.